have no list. Really? I have no, no list, but I think we have a lot of stuff going on because you did not podcast last week. I didn't? You didn't. You didn't either. You didn't? And so that means you should have tons to talk about. Washington from Blurds in the Hood mm-hmm. asked uh, what should he get a, a Keurig or a what do you say Keurig or a Nespresso machine Why? I said French press. Damn them machines and them little things to get good coffee. French press it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I knew that's what you said. Or you'd get say. good coffee and Chemex it. It's all about the good coffee. Yeah. Good coffee is the common denominator. Chemex. That's the, that's the jam right there. Nah, I don't know. I, I mean,. Their filters are good, but I, I mean, the process and the, you know, having to buy filters, mm-hmm. yeah, see, you go my way and you don't need to ever buy a filter. I can't drink your coffee. Why? Because of the sludge. It, the sludge doesn't really get in your cup, though. Uh, it does it's get in not, my not, It shouldn't. I don't like You're any doing little something bits wrong. of grit. I don't get grit. You're doing something also, wrong. Yours is a lot more bitter when you do it that way. Yeah, you get them you have oils. All oil, and I don't That's like right. Oil. You get that real. I don't like coffee. Real like coffee flavor. The coffee just warms up the creamer. The real coffee goodness. Gross. So have you heard if you guys are going remote yet or not? We apparently not. They're all talking about going being there tomorrow, so I would say that we know nothing has come out. Um which I guess is good because they're not that means that the numbers of like teachers out Yeah. Must not be all that high. Maybe. Because that's the only thing that they would be able to, they would, that's the only thing they'd know beforehand is teachers that have already scheduled for subs or called in or whatever. Um, They wouldn't know students because. One of the teachers Erin works with just spent two weeks in Barbados with her parents. She's very pregnant and she posted today in her Facebook stories that her COVID test came back positive. But that's the thing with Omicron though, or that's the thing with people this, this, uh, there's a couple things going on here now. So, you can be positive, of course, and, and not be symptomatic. But, if you're vaccinated and boosted, like me. I will be tomorrow. Then, you, I mean, a positive test, you could be positive. 
But if you're positive, you can't go to work. But you wouldn't necessarily... She's a teacher. You wouldn't necessarily know it. See, she probably had to do that because she would left the country. Yeah. How are you going to know? If you're positive and not symptomatic... Right. How are you going to know? You're not feeling anything. Right. And that was the thing about people getting tested, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. Because there is this idea of people not being symptomatic. So then... You could be unvaccinated, positive, and not symptomatic, and you could still be passing it around and not know. Right. I saw, um, must have been Friday night, they said that in Michigan alone, uh, COVID cases amongst children has gone up 66% in the last week. Mm-hmm. And that the children are getting it, and then the parents are testing positive. Because the well, children, they're getting it from the children. That makes sense. But I guess my thing is, <clears throat> I mean, what are you really supposed to do? You can be vaccinated, you can be boosted, but you can also be positive. Yep. What do you do? Nothing. You know, like, I'm not getting tested. Nope. I could be positive right now and have no idea. Sure. I mean, I... Should I should have? It was funny. I said this to someone. I think at the doctor's office before we got boosted, she was like, "Have you had contact with anybody in the last couple of weeks uh, that was positive?" And I said, "I work in a school. Kids were coming up positive all over the place." Yeah. So to answer the question, sure. Yeah, but I also have been shopping. Right. <laughs> I've been to Total Wine. Right? <laughs> I mean, come on. You've been to the depot. Right. It's like, yeah, I, I would assume. Yeah. Yes, I have been around people who are positive. I mean, everybody should basically be answering that question yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, <clears throat> I think, I think what really needs to happen is we need to, we need to change the way we're looking at all of it. And just look at it like like we do the flu. We don't ask if people are positive with the flu. Right. We don't ask if people have the cold. Like, um, I was talking to my mother, and she was like, well, I avoid people that have the cold. No, he was like, no, you don't. You didn't before. You, you may have avoided someone who was coughing. Or you may have avoided someone who was sniffling. Like, you didn't get right next to them, or you right. didn't hug them, or... But just the fact, like, having the flu, you wouldn't have known unless they told you. Right. Which is the same way with COVID now. Yep. You're not going to know it. I mean, especially since since the outward symptoms are almost the same mm-hmm. from the flu and COVID. Yep. What What would I be avoiding? Like, how would I know to that you have COVID? And I don't know what strain of COVID well, you have. The last two weeks, anybody who tells me... They're getting a test or somebody's being tested. Um, The doctor's offices are doing for influenza A, influenza B, and COVID all at the same time. They're testing all three. Which I find that kind of interesting that they went from just testing for COVID to now they're testing for all three every single person. Because I had a couple of children who weren't feeling well and parents would send me a message saying, you know, I'm keeping them home today, 
they've been tested for influenza A and B and they're negative and they're negative for COVID. And then I had a, a couple of staff members who called in sick and they went and got tested on their own and they were tested for the same thing. Okay. It used to be people would say, I have the flu, but we didn't go get tested for it. Yeah, but a lot of times... Mexico we, was the first place I've ever heard anybody we, saying we go get a test for a flu. We were assuming we were having the flu. Right, because we had the symptoms of the flu. Right, but we weren't ever... Like, you didn't even go anywhere when you did get the flu. Right, you tried to avoid everything and everybody. You just stayed home. No, people did not avoid everything and everybody. People had the flu and still did everything they were doing. They oh, were no, they're I not didn't. they were still going to work, they were still going to school. <clears throat> we didn't wear masks. We didn't wear masks. There was nothing there was nothing about avoiding anyone. But if you're that sick, if you have the flu And you can't afford to miss work. Oh. Yeah, you, you what did you work. do? You took your ass to work. Yeah. Don't I mean we did not do anything. Everybody needs to stop thinking like, like thinking we've always like we in, done what we have been doing for COVID I'm, and we didn't. No, I'm just thinking of when we were in Mexico and I got sick with the flu and I just stayed home and they wanted me to go to Eames and I was like, No, I'm sick and I'm not going somewhere and sitting for hours with people and I feel like this. Leave me alone. I want to just sleep and feel better. All right, do the thing. Roll the intro. All right, so here we are, January 2nd, 2022, yep. also known as Year 6. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. If Jose can talk about, you know, to this and to that and to this, I can... You can Year 6 it? Hell, yeah, I can. So is this the year you're going to get your 6 tattoo? Since it's Year 6? Uh I hadn't even thought about getting a tattoo. Okay. Um. So, on the COVID thing, I I think what really needs to happen is we have no excuse for snow days, 
None. Sick days. No reason to miss work any any longer. COVID has totally changed the possibilities of what can be done from home. Okay, my job, that's not the case. Your job, sure. No, there are some jobs, like food workers, there are some jobs that people must go in. Yeah, like childcare. No, like a lot of jobs. Like police officers. Yeah, they There's have- a lot of jobs where you have to go in. But it also showed us that there are a lot of jobs where nobody has to go in. Right. And the things can still be done. One of those is education. Yep. And universities have gone back to, uh, quite a few universities have gone back to... Um, remote learning. Remote learning. But then why aren't they just remote learning all the time then? Why is anybody having to go to a campus? Why does anybody have to go live on a campus? Why is anybody have to do... And a lot of universities have their online version. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you can get your bachelor's, master's, you can get all your things all... All And maybe you only have to go to that place twice in, you know, or once a year or something like that, which... Can be expensive, but it's not as expensive as living there, right? And going to classes, but yes, I I think we're now getting to the point where that scene in um, in Demolition Man, where the classroom was sitting there, and all the, everybody in the class were just robot robots around a table, mm-hmm. and the 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 person on the other end was somewhere else but you could see their face and they could in, they could all still be interacting they could all still be talking and having converse, actual speaking conversations not text or anything but that that's kind of where we are now because as soon as we go virtual that's exactly what we're doing yeah you know and it it's I think we need to start thinking about all all work there's no reason for anyone to go to an office. There is a reason for everyone to have fast-ass internet. Yeah. That's something that must be done for Americans in America. You must have... I mean, it must. It needs to be like internet is a right. Right. You know, like clean water, no lead in the pipes. Internet is just needs to be added to the list of things that people must have because there's... Like, why do I need to have, why do I need to have a building where I have to have all of these services and all of this stuff only because I need to have everybody on the same um, network is essentially the reason. Yeah. That's the only reason. They're all sitting in cubicles on computers doing the work, mm. which means there there's no... N- there's nothing driving that necessity any longer. You know, it's not like we're right. all sitting at Wise terminals where all the wire is running from terminal to terminal right. in the building. So once once your security is there and you can log in with that security, you're no less secure in your living room than you are sitting mm-hmm. in that cubicle. And <clears throat> I know some places... Um, I think DHS here was one of those places. DHHS. HHS. 
was one of those places where they did not go. They didn't necessarily go back. They they stayed remote all this oh, time. Oh, DHS, you're right. Department of Human Services. I thought it was Health and Human Services. I, they might have changed it, but it's um, still it was all, the old DHS, the Department right. of Health. But and that's that's sure. what I'm saying. They because when we, when we first got back, that's what she says. It was like we don't have any. There's no reason for us to go back. Well, like Priority Health. All those people who used to work in the Priority Health offices, they're all remote and they're staying remote. That's what I'm saying. There's no reason to go back. It's like, get rid of the buildings. Yep. You know, let's turn these buildings into something else well, that's more useful. now there are a bunch of, of empty buildings downtown, too, because people are doing remote work and they don't need the buildings anymore. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, why have that overhead if I have a company and basically I can, I, I might have the same overhead in providing technical support or computers or even internet for yeah. my workers um <clears throat> even in just subsidizing their home internet right really was what you kind of need to do um just to make sure that no it's i you, your job is not based on you being able to pay your internet bill yeah because now internet bills are bundled with cell phones and cable and all of that other yeah. stuff so you know, you don't want somebody being like, "I can't come, I can't work." Why? Well, I didn't, I couldn't pay my cable bill. Right. What? You know, now it's a, it's like you should be, you know, having that subsidized. But subsidizing that for all of your workers is still way cheaper than having them sitting a building, heating and cooling that building, mm-hmm. doing bathrooms and stuff yep, for that insurance. building, providing security for that building, and insurance, electricity. Um, gas, water, everything else that goes into maintaining a building. Yep. Why is anybody Taxes, wasting that? More wasting that rent. time, wasting that energy. Why not turn that building into something else? Or, you know, start you know finding people to start other kinds of businesses where yeah. people do have to go. Right. You know, like I want to do the makerspace thing. Well, that's not something you're going to be able to do remotely. You know, you've got to go to a place, you right. know, and you've got to have all of that stuff. But <clears throat> to be a, say, a bank teller, you got to go to a building. Right. You know, but how many banks are really having bank tellers anymore? You know, okay. it's not like it used to be no. where bank tellers were like five across, six across in one branch and there was a line and all that. Yeah. That's not even a thing. Nope. So, you know. And we're not shut down, and that's not a thing. <laughs> so it's like it's you know I don't I, I I'm looking at all of this stuff as this is your opportunity to make real positive change. Only because I mean you may not like the reason why the change is coming, but it can now be done, and it sure. can be done thoughtfully. Yeah. Not not in an emergency way. You just look around your office and go. Okay, I've got 30 people here. I only need maybe one person in this room, two people in this room, to actually come here. Yeah. And wait a minute. Once I take everybody out, those two people don't need to be here. So, <laughs> how, we can save. You know, yeah. we can do this. Or we can move that money over to something else that benefits the, the, the company or the business. So, I don't know. I... I you could pay your workers more if you're not paying money for all the other. Yeah, crap. but that's not how it works. No, sure. You know that it's not that it trickles down to the worker, so that then they have more money. But you could raise salaries on those that you hire. You could offer better, better packages, yeah. benefit packages. You could 
do a lot of other... I mean, when you think about it, at at what point do we do the... Yeah, you go on vacation, but you're still working. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if anybody... Like, who would care if you could always be on vacation? That's what a lot of people are doing now. The remote job, jobs, digital nomads is what they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go and be anywhere as long as you're at work on time from your laptop. Right. As long as you have an internet connection, you're at work. So right. what does so it matter where your, location, the, your you physical be, location is? Well, you have to have good internet. Right. And so that's my, that's my thing is like, okay, once you have the internet part, your connection to the internet... Figured out, yeah. and it's secure. Now, granted, you know maybe that's an issue depending on the country you're yeah. in. But yeah, then why why are you stopping that process? Like, what does it matter? Nobody's ever coming in, right? You know, I used to try to tell people that when I was working um, for the bank, it was like, you know, I'm. They would always ask this dumb. Ooh, they would ask this really, really stupid question. But they would be like, "Where are you?" It's like, "What does it matter?" I never would answer it. It's like, "Why are you asking me where am I?" Oh well, so and so down at this location needs. It's like, so what does it matter where I am? I'm either going to go there, uh huh, or not. Whether I'm two feet away or, you know. Six miles away, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to go there. Right. You know? And the the length of time it takes me to get there is irrelevant. I'm still going to go there if they have a problem. Right. You know? And, you know, I... A better question when you're in the tech world is, can you go there? Like, do you you have the time or are you in the middle of a thing that's going to take you longer to get there? Right. But the, the idea that, you know... It mattered where you were. That managers needed to see your face and your body yeah. and all of that stuff because that's essentially all they were doing. They were, right. they were, you know, that was their way of checking up on people or, or looking for quality control when you only saw me for five minutes or you may only see me for ten minutes this month. It's like you're not ever getting any good understanding of quality control or anything. Right. You know? So why are you trying to act like you're overseeing right. workers when in reality you hire people that have good work ethic, they do their work, you haven't had any complaints, all the stuff that you ask them to do is getting done, why are you why are you looking to do something else? Right. Because you have to justify middle management. Yeah. You know, because there's no reason for you if everybody below you does what they're supposed to yep. do. Because <laughs> you don't have anything to manage. Yep. You know, and, you know, you don't have anything to assess. So, that's the that's the thing that I think a lot of people are, are going to have the hardest time with is getting rid of the overseer. Getting rid yep. of middle management. Because... You know, I mean, you got a lot of people that all they ever did was push paper. Yeah. Now you take the paper away. What are they pushing? They're pushing emails. Right. So when, so then at that point, 
why do I need to send an email to you, my manager, so that you can then turn around and send that same email to someone else? Yeah. I don't need, we don't need you in the loop. So there's another cost savings right there. Right. Just get rid of you. Yep. And, you know, and, and that happened back in 2008. They yep. did that. Yep. You know, in Michigan anyway, they, they really did that. They went after that. But for the most part, everybody going online, now there's really no reason right. to have middle management. All these levels of management. Yeah. Well, somebody asked yesterday because I had made a comment about. Um, what a staff member had said to me about being a ma- their manager, and somebody asked me if the other managers around me resented the fact that the staff liked me as their manager, and I said I'm the only director. There is nobody else. It's just me, and that made a difference to that person because. In their mind, I'm middle management, and so the other managers around me would resent me, and so I shouldn't do those things because I have to stick with the managers. But I don't have that. I don't have that problem. Right. No, I. I think I think the way that we work should be becoming more efficient and better, and I have a feeling it's going to become. Not as efficient. Yeah. I think we're gonna, but we're gonna have a smaller workforce. Yeah. We've already shrunk. The workforce has already shrunk. I mm-hmm. think I saw a thing, eleven million empty jobs it, it, out there right now with, with no, not enough workers mm-hmm. to fill those jobs. That's right. the caveat. It's not that we have eleven million empty jobs. It's that we have 11 million jobs more than we have workers to fill. Well, I don't know if it was more than. I just know it just said 11 million Because that's what it's been jobs. this whole time. Like, they keep upping it. It was like, you know, 8 million. Now, then it was 10 million. Now it's 11 million. Um, so, if it's 11 million more jobs than workers... That makes a difference. I'm looking it up as you're watching the football. But yeah, I guess uh, Brady just threw, got, caught an errant pass and turned around and, and threw the ball into the stands. And they're at the Jets, which means he just gave somebody a football. They pay a lot to do that, you know. If a player takes a ball and throws it into the stands and gives, oh God, and gives it, gives the ball to someone, it uh-huh. costs them quite a bit to give them one of those official balls. Really? Oh yeah, I, I think the the last time I heard it was something weird like a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars or oh. something, but it's not a lot to them. It's yeah. a, but it costs a lot. Like one ball, if you went out and bought the ball for the NFL, it wouldn't cost that much. <clears throat> so. I like that. So there are 42 states with more jobs than pe- jobless people. Right. 40, and that was in. Oh, but let me get back to the COVID November. thing before we get up. Uh, before I forget again, uh, there was one thing about the COVID thing that that I hadn't realized. You know, they got all these uh, uh, tests, uh-huh. uh, home tests that are in, the rapid test. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? When people take the rapid test, they're not being counted. 
That makes sense because if they don't report themselves to yeah, but it doesn't matter. They don't. They're not. It's not being counted because it's not being sent anywhere. You're supposed to report it to the health department, and that gets counted. Yeah, but what would you report if you were Did negative? You? Nothing. Nothing. But if you're positive, you're supposed to report. Who would report it? Like, who would do that? Well, okay, I have to. I mean, example. you might, you might, you you might not feel well. Take the test, get the results, and then tell your job, I can't work. Why? Because I just took a test and I'm positive. And then that, that employer... They bought- don't necessarily have to report. You do. But most employers have no reason to report anything. Who are they going to talk? They're not going back to, running back to anybody in their local... They're, they're supposed to. No, I have a Aaron, feeling that, yes. I have a feeling they're not doing it. They're just being like you're taking sick days. They have no reason to have that constant... Think about it across... You don't have a large workforce under you. Imagine a company that has thousands of people. Mm-hmm. They are not going back and forth to the health department like that unless they're being watched by the health department that closely. You work with little children. It's it's kind of a different thing. You can't really use you across workers. It so does. like I'm a I'm a an adult working with nothing but adults in a bank. Yeah. That bank has no reason to be reporting yes, to Yes, it does because you are a contact for other people and therefore they have to do the contact tracing. I know. It you're is saying the- you're saying they have to. But I'm what I'm trying to say is they must not be doing it because they don't have accurate numbers anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? You're, you're, yes, you're probably right. They're probably mandated by their state governments to give us the numbers because how else are we going to track if these people never come in? Right. You know, we're never going to know if they never come into the hospital. And if they're not sick enough to come into the hospital, that means the information stopped with the employer. Right. Um, or they just worked from home. Which is a whole nother thing. I took a test and I didn't I didn't feel all that bad. I took a test, I lost my sense of smell and taste. You know what I'm saying? I go you know, there's nothing to report. I'm just gonna stay home for two weeks. And now it's five days. There's a new law that says once an employer this is from March twenty twenty. Once that's em- not a new law. Okay, once an employer gets notified from the police or the health department or an employee that they have a positive COVID test, the employer has an obligation to notify other employees and the health department if they hadn't, if they weren't notified from the health department. I, I get that, but do you really think that's happening? Well, in my field, it is. It has to. It doesn't really have to. Look, look you talk about don't. you talk about almost every single day about how these other centers are out of ratio and they got kids all over the place and all this shit is happening oh, in yeah. these centers and they have all these rules. So you can't tell me that that old rules are not being followed but all the new rules of course they're being followed. That's bullshit. <laughs> you know that these places are not doing that. You know they're not contacting the health departments in I, these states I don't like know that. that. You know that they're not doing it just because of human nature. Human nature, you know that people like like HR. 
Who's got time to do that? They've already got a whole nother job. Who's got time to add that to their job? And they're already, they're not hiring new people to do it. You don't know. They might have. Karen, you just said that we just had all these numbers of people. We all these have. jobs without the people. We do have. You, you didn't, they didn't hire people to do 42 it. 42 out of the 50 <laughs> states that have more jobs than jobless people. You see my point. So, Michigan being one of them. I mean, I I, I guess I, I'm, I, I think if you end up in the hospital, yes. If you go to your doctor, sure. Um, but if you're just sitting at home, um, what if you just don't feel well and you just don't get tested, but you have COVID? I mean, we didn't get tested, but we had COVID. We weren't in the country. True. You know, but we also weren't counted there either. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's, it's. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's a weird, it's a weird way of trying to track a lot of this stuff. It's like, what do you really? What kind of number? I mean, basically, they're just using. They got to be using just kind of an a, a rough kind of average, you know. They they kind of have to be. I guess because there's no way that it's a hundred percent accurate, and nobody oh, ever no. is. But. You know, there's no way they're get, even getting close to that. Right. Because, and we have all the people that have died of COVID that still haven't been really tracked as death from COVID. Right. They'll say complications from, of, or caused by, or. But it mean, still could be other, it could be other things too. Yeah. You know, or it could be COVID. So, I don't know. It's, 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 it's very interesting to see how... Um, how we are navigating this and how things could change and if people stopped stop trying to go backwards and be like oh we want to make things like it was prior to this event it's like things will never get back there right. and they I don't know if they really should ever get back there it is what you know and looking ahead to a future without understanding like where what might be based because you're not going to keep going the way you're going you know making a turn that can be scary but guess what get used to being scared right you know because i'm sorry you're not going to be able to assume that things are going to go just that way right you know there is no there is no making it great again. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't really realize is there is no way to get back to that right. without bringing back with it a bunch of other stuff that is already seen as undesirable. Right. Which is why the MAGA shit was so stupid. Yeah. You know, and I've got a MAGA I got a MAGA movie for you to watch. Oh dear. Um don't look up. Definitely watch that. It is a MAGA movie. It is great. Okay. It's got a lot of people in it. Um, oh, well, that, that's the one with DiCaprio, right? Yep. Yep. And Meryl Streep. Yep. And yep. But there's a lot is, of big names it is, in it. It is very much a a commentary on the last two years. Nice. Very much so. But it's about an asteroid coming to kill people. Oh, yeah. I saw the trailer for yeah. that. It's really good. I watched it this morning. Um, 
I've heard that great things about the movie. Oh, man. Yeah, I wouldn't believe it. I've seen it. Watch it. Okay. It is It is very much... It's very much the last two years. The children and I watched a documentary last night. Uh, we had been wanting to watch it for quite a while, but couldn't find it. Um, and we found it on the WoW Presents... Um, the app or whatever it is um but it was uh filmed by Jamal Sims who is a choreographer and it's about the black men from HBCUs who do the the dancing like the for example like the piperettes whatever the I don't know what the name of that dancing is like the dance groups but they have to do it underground because in the black community, that's... Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said, like the Piper Rats. Piper Rats are the girls that dance... With the marching band. That are part of the marching band. Yes. That's different than the cheerleaders or I didn't the say anything about cheerleaders. spirit squads no, or I, the other things. I am being very specific. Wait, you're saying that there's some, there's some, there's some guys dancing in... That that that's a thing I don't I, I no. They're not they're not dancing in with the band. They're not dancing with the band. Okay, so then they're, they're not dancing a part of in those that groups. they might be in the they might be in the band. If you can see my face right now. They might be <laughs> members of the band, but they aren't members of the dance okay, squad. Okay, because okay. those are but all if women. They're, if they're if they're Right! That was my thing. Those are always all women. So, <laughs> Did you miss the whole part of underground? I know, but what's the underground? Then now you're just dancing. There is no underground. If you're not in the, if you're not in the band as one of the, uh, that group, uh, that that um, that section of the band that is the dancers for the band. If you're not in that group, then now you're just over there dancing. You can be over there dancing. Nobody's nobody's gonna say anything about you being over there dancing at that point. What is the group they're a part of then? They have their own dance squads, but they're they're all black gay men, and they are doing the routines that the dance squads would do that that are part of the band. So, for example, like the Jackson State, the women from Jackson State that are part of the band, they have this. I don't know. It's called. It's a. It's a move. I guess they okay. call it bucking, and it now they have taken this particular thing from Jackson State and incorporated it into something much bigger. They have now competitions, but it's all about the black men from these, the black gay men from these HBCUs, and how they've taken this thing from the the band and done something with it because they have a desire to do the the dance this in the style but it's not socially acceptable why why is this i mean how is that different than them just going over there and having a dance troupe gay men dancing or gay men acting how is that different it's not really but they can't do it on campus why can't they because they get their ass beat why because some of them have gotten their ass beat no, no, no. because they're now you're just on the homophobia just yes, up the board. Yes, not because yes. they're dancing or not no, because, no, 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 because just of straight homophobia because yep. that's 
like like I said, I mean, if you're part of a dance group, there's gay men there. Mm-hmm. If you're part of the actors, um, what are they called? Improv. Yeah. Um, there's gay men there. Um, if you're in the the choirs, there's gay men there. So why nobody's? That's not. I don't think. I don't think that. I don't think the activity is defining the actions of the people that don't like what they're doing. I just think they're just homophobic. Yes. But we'd been. But then I don't understand the undergroundness of it. Because they want to be able to do. They want to be able to be seen doing the thing, right? And so they have to like, go like anybody who performs, right? And so they'd have to go away from the university so that they their lives aren't at risk to I don't be able understand to do the, why they are at risk outside of just being gay men. I don't understand why they're at risk for doing for dancing. That doesn't make sense. Well, that's I don't make I don't get it either. But I'm not homophobic. And I'm no, but not, it doesn't. I'm not an, a black. After going man to either. an HBCU, if there was a a gay dance troupe, I don't I don't even really see anybody being against them. Like y'all just doing y'all thing over there. If you're doing, I mean, you're not a part of like as a member of the band. I, I don't give a damn if you're over there dancing. Even There's if they nothing were, about what you're doing that is band related. What if they were? What if they were doing the same exact routine that the women had just performed that? Who cares? At they're not doing it at halftime. Why couldn't they do no, it? No, no, they're not doing no, it. No, they aren't doing it at halftime. Because the the halftime is only for the bands. Well, and some of them are band members. No, no, no. Being a band we had gay band members too. That's not the point. I know. It wasn't about being gay in the band. You what you were saying was not about being gay nope. in the band. No. Nope. What you were saying was they were trying they're trying to perform. But they're performing outside of the band. So the band has nothing to do with this. No. Nope. But it was just an interesting it was interesting to see the documentary that about this particular type of dance that is exclusive to HBCUs and how these men, you know, they... You're calling it dance, and I don't know of a dance that's exclusive to an HBCU. It's a style that's performed at halftime. I've seen it in person. You've seen it in person a trillion million times. But No, I don't know what you're talking about. I really don't. Okay. What What do you think that I've seen? I don't. What do you? I've watched the girls do the the little the dance that they do in the stands, and then go out on the field and do the halftime. And okay, but you're saying dance in the stands. That that sending of ripples that that is done inside of inside of. Each section is a thing that happens inside of each section inside of all the black college bands. I didn't. I just. But that's not a dance. Uh, that's, I'm being that's very a, I think, specific I think that's about my the point. women. I know. But I'm being very specific. I'm, I know, but what I'm saying is, it's not a dance. They do have dance routines that they do. Just the women, that group of women, whatever they're called at that HBCU, they have a very particular. 
thing that they do. They have routines that they do. Well, of course. And these men are emulating those routines and that style. I know, but that being the case, I don't see why anybody would care. You see what I'm saying? I don't see. I don't even understand why you would make a show about it. Because what would be the point? Who would care? Now, them being attacked for doing it, I don't understand. I don't understand why they'd be attacked either, because... Holy crap, some of them are so... Athletic. It's crazy. But being athletic has never had anything to do with homophobia or or how... Gay men or have been treated in the black community. It has nothing to do with athleticism. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I'd have to see the show because it sounds dumb. It sounds like a dumb premise. It's not, it, it, if, if you're at, I mean, okay, think of every other university in the world. There are lots of groups at that university. I don't know what the engineering group was doing on Tuskegee's campus. I don't know what those business students were doing on the campus. You know, I have no idea what the, even the teachers were doing or the nurses are doing and all the groups that are associated with all of those. I have no idea what they were doing. They could have been doing anything. They could have been emulating us the whole time. I never would have known it. So how is this thing... Noteworthy. That's what I want to know. Worthy of a show. You have to explain it. How is it worthy of a show? Like, what does it matter? Like, why Why does it matter? I don't know why it matters. I just enjoyed the documentary. I learned a lot about the different types of dance and... I just like personal stories, I guess. You always say, I don't know why you watch that show. I don't, it has no interest in it. Yeah, like the 600 pound thing. Fuck anybody watches that. Outside of people that are 600 pounds. I get why they would want to watch it. Like watching um, The Biggest Loser. I get why people watch that. You know, but I I don't, I, I don't know what. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say black people are not homophobic. I, I have always said black people are more homophobic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are, I mean, nobody likes Juicy Smoothie anymore, right? But his character on Empire was put in a trash can as a child by his father just for cross-dressing. And I think he was just wearing his mother's shoes. Which is a normal part of And then dancing in the in the living room and his father was there with his friends and his father got pissed off and picked him up and put him in a trash can outside. So, you know, being black and gay has never been acceptable in community-wide. I still don't think it is acceptable. Um, you know, in the 60s, I don't think it was acceptable at all. You know, 
even when you get to the 70s and the 80s, was it more seen more, talked about more? Yes. Was it acceptable? No. And then as you come up to today, we have more shows, we have more stuff, but black gay men are still seen as not an acceptable thing. Mm. You could be white and gay, but you can't be black and gay. Because that's them. Uh, I guess, there. yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's like the it's like, you know, the the separate kind of rules for black men. Mm-hmm. You know. So I I don't know, I have to see it I guess. I'd have to see what what it is because honestly uh, homophobia is homophobia. Because I, I I can't I couldn't see myself being on a campus where they were doing what you described and me even batting an eye like I would just be indifferent to it. Well, they like, oh, they're doing a thing. It's like, that's nice. But guess what? The Deltas are over there doing a thing, and I don't give a damn about that either. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's like, you're everybody is in their own, like, clique on a college campus. But these aren't men on the campus any longer. These are professional men who are still dancing in this style. And then they're even further removed from me. I didn't say anything. No, no, I'm just saying they're further removed off of a college campus. They're now further removed from that experience. And now you're talking about in the wider wider world of people. Well, guess what? You know, down the street, they're over there playing guitar in a little room. So? <laughs> the lady's over there doing nails. You see her... What, once a month? It's it's not affecting me. And I don't see it why it can't exist. You see what I'm saying? If that's their art form and that's what they want to do, have at it. Over there, they might be playing fucking dodgeball. Hit that motherfucker in the face. You see? Break out the old school red rubber ball. Let's go. I I guess I don't, you know, I don't have that thing that says, if I don't like it, then they shouldn't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I And I don't, I don't even know if that's, to, I don't even know if I would call what I have is tolerance. It's really indifference. Like, I don't care. Yeah. You know, I don't think that anybody should stop you from doing what you're doing, just like nobody should stop me from quilting. Manly quilts. What is a manly quilt? Why the manly you... quilt is coming. What is it? What is a manly quilt? Isn't it? Just I, a I quilt? went through this with with my mommy Keegan the other day. So the female quilt. Oh dear God. The female quilt. Stop calling it female. No, no, no. The female quilt. I'm talking about made by women. That is seen by women as attractive. Okay. The female quilt is very, I guess you could say it's girly, probably because of the patterns chosen, the colors chosen, the color combinations that are put together, 
but the... Didn't you just use some floral fabric to do a I didn't say floral... Thing? Okay, floral... To me, floral fabric is not girly. Okay. Floral fabric can be girly. Okay. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm a jams guy. I know. Okay, so if, being a jams guy, I can have big flowers. I'm good with that. They were hibiscus. You know what I'm saying? Um... But, yes, so, okay, there are certain things, and the way it gets put together, and who looks at it and is really like, wow, I really like that. Not the artistry of it, just the look of it, like it's just a painting. Uh. Okay. But then, men, I have never heard of a man buying a quilt. Have you? Literally, like, see it and be like, I don't like, know I anybody really... who's purchased a quilt, so I can't say. Okay. But men will use a quilt. Of course they will, because they're. Cold. Right. And... Right. So my manly quilt. Oh, dear. <laughs> you see? There are things about a quilt that men would like. And it's kind of the same reason why you have a blanket on you right now. Because I'm cold. Cold. And soft and And fluffy. it's soft. But it's only soft. See, the blanket you have, you want it to be soft on both sides. And you want to feel it, and you want to rub it, and it's... Well, I want to feel the outside, but the inside needs to be soft against my skin, but it doesn't have to be fluffy. But you like the soft in the... I do. Now, the manly quilt does not need to be soft on the outside. It needs to be warm and semi-soft on the inside, because if it's such to your skin, you want it to feel good. But the outside can be manly, like made out of pieces denim. of leather or denim or canvas. Not leather. Why not? Well, We've got vegan leather now. Of course it could be leather. And it could be a mixture. Because we've got Sailrite and Juki. Damn it. What is Juki? Juki is uh, one of the makers of the industrial machines that... Oh. Like the Sailrite does basically a straight stitch and, and all of your jeans and everything are made on those machines. The kind that have to be bolted to the floor kind of machine. Um, so that's my idea. Yes. You're just putting manly on there so men will buy it? No, no. It's going to be man. It's going to feel manly. Well, what would makes... If you took... What makes a blouse feel girly as opposed to a shirt that does not feel girly but is for women? What change? What are the differences there? And there are some specific differences the, the in how cut they're made. In the texture of when the you fabric. say the cut, you're just basically talking about darts, right? Not necessarily. You're talk, well, you're talking about the pinching of the. It's not how it's cut. It's it's how it's shaped, the form fitting nature could of be the, the shirt. Cut of the neckline. It what could be the cut down of the low. arms. It could be. The shape of the waist. It could be the bottom of the shirt. Exactly. I mean, there's all. And then you get the cut. But then you get into the types of fabric, how fabric feels, how soft it is, or how light it is, or the colors, and blah 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 blah. blah. So basically, the same reason that you buy that shirt for a guy and not a girl is what you could do with, say, all the other things that are around us. The blanket could be for a guy. We do it for babies. The problem is for babies, it's the same fabric. It's yeah. just different colors. 
So imagine if we had a thing where, you know, a guy a guy would look at it and be like, I want this in my man cave. Because it gets chilly down there. Yeah. You know. But if it's just sitting there, it doesn't look girly at all. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Because that's usually what ends up happening is most of our throws and blankets and if we have a quilt, those things are basically laying out. They're laying... Mm waiting to be used more than they're being used. Like my afghan over there. Mm -hmm. So. Manly quilts. They coming. And I'm going to make a raggedy quilt too, but I'm not talking about that yet. Oh my. That's going to be proprietary. Proprietary. Proprietary? Proprietary. Just make it up. Look man, proprietary. Oh damn. Buccaneers H.C. Bruce Arians says Antonio Brown is no longer a buck following his mid-game exit. I was just watching that. He, he walked like, off in the he middle like of... stripped off yeah, his he, clothes. Yeah, I know. He literally threw down his... his stripped off his shirt and took off walked his across and half naked. Walked off the field, threw all his shit down and was gone. What happened? What I don't know. That's all I saw. Um, all right. So, what else we got here? It's like an empty website. Okay. Um, did you watch The Witcher yet? No. You gotta watch The Witcher. It's good. Okay. You'd like it. It's, okay. It's, did you watch Wheel of Time yet? It's started, over, you know. I started watching it, but I haven't been back. The problem is, is I would like to watch Wheel of Time on the television. And not on my iPad, but I can't watch it on the television upstairs because I can't cast it to the television. For whatever reason, your mom's TV doesn't see any of our devices. You know what's weird about that? I, I could see her device. I could see her TV from here. I can see my TV. No, I can see her TV from here. Like the one that I bought for you for Father's Day. No, I can see that, but can we can't. Hers. That's nice, Aaron, but nobody else can see hers. The three Georgia's of, TV. We can't see it. The three of us cannot see it. That's so weird. Yeah. Because I, I, it's still there. Georgia's TV, Karen's TV. Yep. Nope, can't see it at all. So we can't cast. And watching it on my iPad is... Not fun. I don't know why not. You have like one of the best iPads in the house. You have the best iPad in the house. Okay, but it's still small on my lap. You keep saying small. No, it's closer to your head. We have been through this. Just like if you want to watch your watch the video on your phone and you sit with it a uh, six inches from your nose, it's the same as you sitting over there looking at a forty-three inch. Okay. I would still prefer to watch it on the television. Man, I man, I put on headphones. I don't want it. It sounds wet. There's a lot of see. Those are the things. Anything fantasy, the sound design is lost on these sad uh, speakers on the TV. Mm-hmm. You know, they're made for you to have a, a halfway decent sound system to hear all the stuff that's there. So, 
My suggestion is if you're going to watch any of those things, watch them with your headphones because there's a lot going on in the world around the main action that you you do need uh, when you're watching the show. Any of the any of the fantasy stuff, The Witcher, any of that, Wheel of Time, all that stuff. Um, for some things like the the don't look up thing, see that's just a regular movie. It's stereo and you're not losing any you're not losing a whole lot there but in other stuff yeah you're losing it um I think I wanted to see what else I was watching or had watched did you know? oh I was gonna tell you so your your little avatar for Netflix yeah that's the girl from The Witcher yes I know did you know your avatar for Prime and who that is I don't know who my what my it's the red little white woman with a red hat and a red dress. That's from Handmaid's Tale, right? No, not at all. She's from the other show that I just watched. Which is what? Um, Carnival Row. I did not know who she was. I did not know what that was. And I watched Carnival Row because I was just watching Carnival Row, and then I see I found the scene watching that first season. Where she's wearing that dress. Mm-hmm. And it was, I was like, oh, hell no. That's who that is. I've been seeing her face all this time and didn't know what that was from or what she was in. And that's what it is. It's Carnival Row. And the next season of that is coming out in 2022. Because hmm. um, it got it got pushed back because of COVID and all the other right. bullshit. You'd like that show, too. It's got the fairies in it. Cool. Um, is there a way to see what you have watched on... And Cobra Kai just came out with its newest season. I do want to see that. Did you watch the first season? Oh, we're on season... Cobra Kai is on season four. Oh. And yes, I've watched them all. Okay. done the lost in space and shadow and bone and i've been catching up on my dear white people tv show is pretty good i like it um do your book club do my book club do your book club while i go to the bathroom oh. you got book club I don't know you, if I you, do you got have books. you you got the you reached your goal. I did reach my goal. I reached my goal of one hundred books in a year. So are you gonna come up with your list? Um I don't know. I have I have other books that I've started reading. I have a couple of them that I've started reading. Um But at this point, it's been 10 years now, and I've made my goal of 100 books or more um, every year for 10 years. So, um, that's over 1,000 books I've read. And I don't know if I want to keep going or if I want to um, 
set a different goal. I can't see myself stop stopping reading, but maybe I need to um, come up with something new. It's 10 years now, and life is crazier than it has been in a while, so maybe I need to finish my book, my at least one of the three I've started writing. Um, so I don't know. That's, I don't know yet. But I don't know that I'll keep the 10, the 100 books a year going. What? Wait, wait, wait. Why not? Well, because I've done it for 10 years in a row and I've met my goal or exceeded the goal of 100 books per year for 10 years in a row. What are you going to do instead of reading the books? I, I don't think I'll stop reading. I just won't keep counting like I have what are you been. Do instead of reading the books? I would like to finish writing at least yes. one of my books. Mm. And I'm writing three at the moment. You know so. what we need to do is do the book about the travels. Yeah. Now, I've started that multiple times from multiple countries. Yeah. I, I keep calling it like the Mexico chapter. Yeah. Or the this chapter. Yeah. So if we did it as a collaboration. Well, it has to be. A family collaboration. Well, it has to be. Because we all had different perspectives. Yeah. And, you know, just like the earliest podcasts, you know. Yeah. The stuff that we were dealing with and looking at and reacting to. You know, like... Your day in San Chue was different than my day in San Chue. Oh, absolutely. I did not have, I still don't have the animosity or negativity that you have towards China. Yeah, but you also didn't have to deal with what I dealt with in Wuhan, and you didn't have to. Well, I dealt with And that wasn't even China. That was an American one. I dealt with a lot of crap in Wuhan. I know, but you didn't deal with... You didn't deal with what I dealt with. Oh, hell no. (laughs) Not even close, which is why I never complained about it, because you had to deal with that bitch. And then we went to Sanchue, and and then it's... I mean, it was... It was nicer. Yeah. The place was nicer. The weather was nicer. Our living situation was better. Yep. Um, the students' situation was okay, but the school itself was Chinese. Yeah. Parading as uh, some foreign language thing, which it wasn't. No. Nope. You know, it was. It was. So. It was quite negative, but it was also. Uh, what was most negative was being in an area that was more Cantonese. Yeah. Now, I don't think that... I'm, I'm not one of those people that thinks the North is better than the South, but it was <coughs> different enough that you could feel the difference. Oh, yes, um, absolutely. Out and about, as yep. well as yep. uh, at work. And... Um, I understand now why the people from the North... Do not were like scared the people. of the people in the south and said that they didn't like them yeah. and they didn't, you know, could they make a friend? And I understand yeah. those yeah. questions now better than I did before. Yeah. 
Me too. So, there's that. We also lost three legends this week. Wait a minute. Are you finished the book club? Oh, yeah. I'm done with that. What? Wait a minute. Wait. You read a hundred books and you talked to like about five. The whole year. No, I talked a lot about the books I read throughout the year. I don't think you did. I think I did. We didn't I... start doing book club until... June. Right. I thought I did that sooner than that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We, you haven't really told us about the nah. books you've been. What? Wait a minute. You need to. I think you need to blog about this. Okay. You need to put. You need to. Okay. Do you have a list of all the books you read this year? Um, I don't have a list. I have like on iBooks. It like keeps a photo. Like it'll. So you you tell it how many books you want to read in the year. And then when you complete a book, it puts the image of the book in in the, the block. The cover. Yeah, and then it'll tell you how many you have left to go. Can you get said list? Yeah. Can you... I took a, a screenshot of it. A hundred? Well, I think there are 60 in that photo. Well, that's what I'm saying. You, you need to... You need to but some of those books had, like the one had 13, one had 10, one had 5, one had, a couple of them had 5 books but that's not inside a... of the, inside of the book. So they're like a compilation of the first book of each. Remember I said I, over the summer I was doing that where I read that one massive thing. The that first had, books? Yeah, and it was like 10 or 13 and then there was another one I did of that and... Uh, I'm telling you, man. You need to uh, be telling people. What's the point in just reading the books? Because I read the book. I know, but what's the point of it? What's the point of it if if you never share it, you never talk about it, nobody else has ever read it? I don't know if nobody else has read it. I'm saying, like, we can't even talk about it on the podcast. It's like us trying to talk about it. Nobody else reads like I do, and nobody else reads what I read. No, that's my point. So now you need to do something with that. You read all these books. You've seen. Where are you gonna? What are you gonna do with that information? Write my own book. Nah, put it on the blog, man. Blog of that shit. Okay. I'll Your do book it. club could be a blog every week. Okay. Give it to the people. All right. Plus, you can make your recommendations, and then at the end of the year, you can have your um. My favorite. My top. Yeah, 10. just like they do with the gamers. They're playing games and talking about games all year long, and then they get to the end of the year, and now they're ranking them. Where's the Where is the Karen's Book Club rankings? You know the high powered shit, better than the New York Times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pumping you up here, man. I, I hear you. Jeez. The traveling fars book review. Um, what else you got? I just said we lost three legends this week. Okay, who? Harry Reid. Yup. John Madden. Yup. Betty White. Yup. Sad. I mean, I shouldn't feel so sad because they were all really old. They all lived great lives, did great things in their lives. But it's still sad. Madden 
that that's me- the messed up most messed up part of Madden is they just did a big thing on Christmas for him. Yeah. And his special came out on Christmas. And yeah. uh, what a week later he is dead. Well, and Betty White, ninety nine, in some days she was supposed to be a hundred years old. Yeah, but January seventeenth. See, see to me that that I, I don't I don't care about people reaching a hundred. I. Was she? She wasn't sick though, was she? No, at all. Then well, how'd she? She probably just died of old age. She just slept old age is not a thing you die from. Okay, well she just died. <laughs> she died. <laughs> you don't die she because wasn't you sick. got old. You, well, she I mean, maybe she was. Her her agent her publicist said she was not Wait, sick. Agents and publicists don't ever really say those things. Um. You know, sometimes they do just go to bed and they don't wake up. Okay, then that without means you being died, sick. But that just means you died in your sleep. Yeah. Okay, but, but that that's doesn't not. Mean but you had to be sick. But also means you don't have to be old. That's true. <laughs> Hello, Reggie White. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You don't have to be old to die in your sleep. Um. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of a lot of death. We've had a lot. how many how many deaths did we have last? I mean, just in COVID deaths in one year, we had over what eight hundred thousand, yeah. right? Just but nobody's States. talking about all the other deaths, which is bothering me. It's yeah. like, why are we not talking yep. about? Because now now understand, we never really talk about total deaths right. in a year, but it seems like last year. That number would have been probably so big that maybe they don't want to publish that out and talk about that because it would be really depressing. Yeah. Ooh-wee. What? What'd you find? The total deaths in the United States... Um... For 2021, uh-huh. was over 2,403,351. Okay, but then what oh, was no, it no, the no. year before and the year before and the Hold year on. before? See, it, it, it maybe sorry, it's... sorry, that's not right. That was the wrong year. What year was that? 2,000. What? 2,000. Why is it not showing me okay. what I asked it for? What? The Google has let you down? <gasps> no, PBR.org let me down. Ooh. PBR. Perhaps Blue Popula- Ribbon? Pop- <laughs> the population. PRB. Population Reference Bureau. Said PBR. <laughs> you need a little. Get a little drunk over there? The, the PBR? <laughs> oh, that was funny. <coughs> Alright, what you got, man? I'm only finding COVID stuff right this moment. Yeah, we need to look that up. I wonder if 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 how much higher we were due to the effects of COVID, or if maybe we weren't weren't that high. You know what I mean? Which is possible. How do we increase our population yet? We decreased it by, you know, ridiculous number of... Because people deaths. are always being born? 
people still having babies. Especially after 2021 or 2020 when everybody was, you know, sheltering in place. I guess. There's a lot of COVID babies. Yeah. I had a family come through last week for a tour uh, looking for childcare for their toddler. And uh, the, the father said the child had never been in care outside of the home because he was a COVID baby. And the big brother was there and the brother's like 10 years old and then they've got this 16 month old baby. Mm. What else we got? Oh, oh, oh! I, I told you this yesterday um, that the the <laughs> Governor's office here in Michigan is trying to trying to get legislation through. I don't know where it is at this point, um, so that anybody can can sub in the classroom. Yeah. Anybody in the building. So food workers, janitorial staff. That's just not a good idea. Uh, secretaries. That's just not a good. That's not a thing admins. That should all the admin staff. Anybody can substitute in the classroom. Through the end of the year. Way to uh, devalue the educator. Well, not if they're not there. There's no way to devalue someone who's not there. (laughs) I could see if they were replacing educators with those people. But that's not what's happening. What's happening is they're literally not there. Um, Caledonia just... Well, I say just. It was within the last, like, two weeks. Um... They, they did a, we need long-term subs, and we're going to pay $200 a week or $200 a day for it. Yeah. Uh, hello, Caledonia. So. That's out by me. Yeah, I know. But that's also uh, not so friendly to the uh, brother man out there, so. But $200 a day? Yeah. Son of a bitch. So. We could get out of here in a hot second. They're absolutely not... Um, not having enough people, even though when I went through the orientation here again, and you went through the orientation to be a sub, there's still, I mean, those rooms were full, but there's still not enough subs for the amount of teachers that are out. And I've been at this one school now for two months and basically basically just been there every day. Right. You know, I got to a point where it was just like, just just come here. Right. Like, some, we're going to need you somewhere. Right. <laughs> you know, today we may not know where you're going to be, but you're going to be somewhere. And, you know, that kind of thing. You know, and a lot of the schools here in Michigan, that's what they were doing is they were hiring their own subs. Really? Yeah, they were just hiring, but they weren't hiring. The sub was still working for Edustaff. Right, which is what you're doing. Right. The sub worked for Edustaff, but then they just report to that one building and they stay in that one building. And then other schools, small districts, were hiring people. Right. But they wanted them to go through the Edustaff training. But, you know, 
if you get because what what did they do they're waiving the requirement that you have 60 credit hours here to be a sub well not really because what if you had 30 you're no less qualified than a person that has 60 Sorry, what? If you had 30 credit hours at a university, uh-huh. and you took that those you know classes after high school, you're not less qualified to be a sub than someone who has 60 credit hours. There's nothing at university that teaches you to be a sub. It's true. You know what I'm saying? So you're not less qualified. If you, if you went to business school and you did 30 hours, or you went to business school and you did 60 hours, none of that qualifies <laughs> you for being a sub. True. So, but why the arbitrary number of 60 hours? I saw somebody came up and said on Facebook, because they asked, what do people think about what Whitmer's doing here in Michigan? And somebody came up and said, all of our subs, you only have to have a high school diploma to be a sub in our state. And it was like, oh, see? What? They, they, every state has its own rules. Wow. You know, they, none of this is federally mandated, so... You can have people, you know, you could have high school dropouts being subs. And see, like I said, why not try to use this moment? Because it's just a moment because you're going to have a whole bunch of people that are going to graduate out of school just like before. Right. But why not take this moment of having these people in the classroom and if they really want to stay in the classroom, get them certified while they're working with you in the classroom. Yeah. They're doing the job already. Why not get them? Now, if they're older and they just don't want to be a teacher, okay, fine. They could just stay subs. Right. But there's a there are a bunch of people that, you know, I'm like one of those people, that it would make more sense find a way to stop trying to have other requirements. Right. You know, and connection to university and... <laughs> Paying lots of money and taking a lot of time and doing classes that you don't need and all of that stuff. Stop all of that and get us in the classroom Mm -hmm. for good. Because basically, everybody that is in the classroom is already getting a quote-unquote on-the-job training. Right. Which means now you could just be training. Yep. And you could just make those people do something on, like, say, a Saturday or whatever. Uh-huh. And you could be giving them other resources and uh, helping them like a first-year teacher would need that kind of help. Right. You would just be doing it for these people right here, right now. And maybe they don't leave the profession. Because right. that's what the other problem is, is not just it's not enough people. It's people saying, fuck this. Right. I'm out. You know, or people leaving public education and going towards charter or public education going towards private because it's like, no, I don't want to deal with your system. (coughs) Right. You know, no, you're not paying enough. Yeah. You know, and so if that's what's happening, you know, read the room, people. Yeah. You know, you have people that are showing up like subs. You have people that are showing up every day to sub. That means they're already essentially dedicated to teaching, yeah, being in the classroom, helping, even if they'd stayed and you kept them on as, because I, I thought about this, why are they not doing after school tutoring? 
Why are they not, you know, why are you not trying to keep them there for those kinds of things? You don't have to be highly qualified to be a tutor, and you don't need to be highly qualified for any of this shit anymore. Right. You know, all of that stuff should be dead by now. Yeah. So why are we not building up those who want to be there? And that, and this goes for almost any industry. Right. You know, nursing, all the other things around healthcare well, workers, um, all of the industries need the exact same thing. And you have people that are willing, but maybe they can't. So yeah. how do you get them and say, get your ass over here. Yes, we want you. I don't care that you, yes, we know you're three credits short. Who fuck that? Bring your ass, you know? Well, and that's, that's what we do where I work. <clears throat> if I hire someone who doesn't already have the credentials that they need, but they're willing to come to work every day and they're willing to get the education, we'll pay for it and you'll have a specific number of months to get it all done, but then we want you to stay and work for us at least for a year because we got you certified. Yeah, but I don't I don't think I I, I, I don't think if if doing the work and working there is a good situation, why would anybody leave? Right. You know, my thing is, people don't leave a job they like. Right. I mean, of all the jobs that we've had in all the countries, there wasn't one that I was like, I really, really love this and I want to stay here. Right. Yep. Okay? So that's uh, the small place, the well, training I center, Well, I loved my job schools. at the American school. I you loved didn't get my a chance job. to do it for very long. I didn't. <clears throat> no, I didn't because, you know, surgery. What, half a and, year. Yep. I was out for three months. And then... And then, then COVID. COVID hit. Right. But I loved my job at the American school. I just... Life happens. But, I mean, I don't have a... <coughs> I don't have not one of those jobs was one that I was like, yes, I really... I mean, everyone was like... It felt like a sentence. Yeah. And well, after two years, you were like, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. It's funny. Um, but that could be not just the job, but the living situation, all right. the other things. We, um, every month we get emails from corporate and they tell you the things that are happening and things that are coming and things, but whatever. They just opened one of our centers in the UK. And they're looking to open more international centers. So I said to my boss, serious as hell, <laughs> if you decide to open a center internationally, I, I want to be the director. Send us. We want to go. And she said, you know, my husband and I were just talking about that last night because he's Canadian and he wants to open a center in Canada. We can't work in Canada. Why can't we? I thought we couldn't work in Canada. Why can't we? I just thought because they were, they was a... a uh, they were trying to get their own people positions and they were excluding Americans from being able to go and work in Canada. We'd still hire Canadians. It would only be the one person, the American, one American person. Oh. And then the rest of the staff would be Canadian. Okay. But what the corporate offices had told them is that if they're going to open a, a franchise in Canada, they have to open four of them. Oh, God. They can't just do one. They have to have four. 
<clears throat> so now they're trying to figure out if that's what something they want to do is open up four in Canada. They sound like the Jeffersons. I said, well, if you're going to open one in Canada, or four in Canada, make one of them at least in a place that doesn't get snow. <laughs> there is no version yeah. of Canada that doesn't get That's snow. That's just not true. Where in Canada there are parts doesn't of Canada wait, that does explain, not get snow. Explain. Tell me the parts of Canada that don't get snow. The west side of the country does not get snow. What are you talking about? Aaron. I'm telling you, I just watched the first episode of Can- of Canada's Drag Race. Canada? Canada. Canada's Drag Race. <laughs> and one of the, the queens says, I'm from a part of the country that never gets snow. Where is that? The west part of Canada. Like okay. Vancouver. You do get Canada has a very large west part. Okay, hold on, I'm looking it up. <laughs> Which she said the west part. The only part that's not the west part of Canada is Alaska. Everything else is the west part of Canada. <laughs> Vancouver, you're saying? Victoria, British Columbia, on the southern tip of Vancouver Island, has less snow than any other city in Canada. You said less. That's not no snow. Well, he said he doesn't get any snow. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. BC is where you want to go. British Columbia. Yep. Where the Queen rules. <laughs> the average annual snowfall is less than twenty-five centimeters. That's no snow. <clears throat> and we just got what six inches here yesterday. Yeah. Four to six inches. I shoveled it this morning. See a train photo daily. Victoria is the warmest city in Canada. Yeah, I don't know. But I was serious to her. Or serious, I told her we'll take anything. No, no, we won't. International. No, no, she, no, we won't. <laughs> them, them's lies right there. I said you need to open one in Scotland See? or See, Wales. We will not take anything. That's a bullshit. We're not going to the Middle East. See. <clears throat> She knows that. She would No, 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 but either. you said anything international. And that's just not no, true. No, it's just not true. Because we won't go to the Middle East. We don't really necessarily want to go to South America either. Uh huh. I might want to go to Chile. You do? I, want, I don't know if I want to live there, but I want to go to Chile. Okay. Visiting, vacationing, not the same <clears throat> as living. That's true. We know this to be a fact. Okay. Not the same. For some reason, all of South America feels quite unstable right now. I don't know why. It just feels that way. I know that there are individual countries that are very unstable right now. But if for some reason, it just feels like all of South America is just unstable. For some reason. I don't I don't get why. It's probably like Africa does. You know, all of Africa is poor. <coughs> right. You know, which of course is not true. But it feels that way for some reason. I don't know what the reason is, though, outside of that's just the perception based on the media. Right. Um, all right. What else do I have? We've been building up slowly the workspace. You have been. The workspace is, is growing so that stuff can be made. I want to be. I want to be in full maker swing. Paintings have been painted. I did not get done all of the 
posting to Etsy that I wanted to get done, so I'm going to try to do at least... We might have time tomorrow. You know, we'll be at work all day doing... Maybe... Oh, you're going to be teaching Spanish. What are you Spanish. talking about? I forgot you're going to be teaching Spanish. No, I got... I'm going to be teaching <coughs> Spanish and a culture class. And a culture class? Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know about a culture class. Yeah. I got his full schedule. Okay, then. So, yeah. No, I don't... I won't have time to... to do anything at work. Oh, I'm supposed to get another uh, another delivery from FedEx today. Oh my. It'll <clears throat> be good. Alright, so I can't think of anything else that we uh, we got going on. I know there's something, but I can't think of what it is. You got anything? Not really. Um, is Mrs. Brown's boy still going? Yeah. It is? <clears throat> I think so. I... Like, it's new? I think they still have stuff coming out. Season 5 of Mrs. Brown's Boys is now on Brickbox. What? What? Love Mrs. Brown's Boys. <clears throat> I thought that was an old show. It's Yeah, it's been going for a long time. Five. Season 5. How old can it be? I don't five know. Five years? No, it's older than that. We started watching it in... Either Wuhan... I think we started watching it in Wuhan. You do are get you are <coughs> getting the fact that it's season five is on there. Okay. So how old is the show? It's old. I don't know. Google Something it. Something about that doesn't sound right. It can't be that old. Like why would season five just now be hitting? Know what I'm saying? Oh oh oh! I know what we did. We did whiskey shine. Yep. Did you ever find out what? Did you ever? Did you ever figure out what what whiskey I settled on to sip on after the whiskey shine? You forgot all about it. Yeah. I had three of them from the Journeyman <laughs> Distillery. It started January 1, 2011. Okay, that's way more than five years ago. Yeah. So... Stop reading. Oh boy. She sucked in. Well, I want to see when the last episode. I don't think I have anything else for the people this week. Um, stay tuned. Lots of stuff. Check out the Etsy. Check out the, the blog space. Karen is definitely going to not be blogging on the blog space. <laughs> I have so we much have, time. We have said so many... You read a hundred books. You do have time. I um, had time. No, I don't no. know. You read more than what? Ten books in the last month? No. How many did you read in the last month? I don't know. December 2021. You read at least five? That's fair. See? Okay. So you had time. 
So don't act like you ain't got time. You could be blogging. You could be I passing along read, the information to the people. I actually read a nonfiction book this year. Uh-huh. A couple of them, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah, what? Come on, talk. I read probably more than five in the month. See? That's what I'm saying. Or maybe about five. Talking that shit. Talking that shit. All right. I don't have anything else. I, I think that's it. That's it for today. Football. Getting ready for, uh, oh, yeah. You saw your boys won. Michigan State. Yeah. And Michigan lost. <laughs> by a lot. <laughs> so now we're getting an all-SEC <coughs> championship. All which right. I have been saying for years and years now that the SEC is better than the Big Ten. I don't know why everybody fights me on it, but why is it that every time it's, it seems like... And I don't have any data for this because I haven't been watching for years. Why does it always seem like when an, a Big Ten team and an SEC team go up against each other in these big games, the SEC team always wins? It doesn't matter what you're ranked. <clears throat> it's the SEC team's going to win. And it's like because they play a different, a different kind of football. I was going to say they play a different football. You know? Now, I also think that... They need to play in the, like Michigan needs to play in the big house yeah. or a neutral place that's outside and in the weather yeah. because the, we build our teams in the north differently than they build their teams in the south. Yeah. You know, just the fact that those guys went down south to play in warm weather at this time of year would probably not help them. Right. They're they're basically built and designed for the weather to get cold and to play a certain kind of football. So, there is that. Um, Oh yeah, and your boys, your other boys, the Vikings, are about to play in one of the coldest games in Lambeau Field tonight. Yikes. Uh, Yes, I think it's going to be around 5 degrees or 7 degrees or something like that. What's wrong? You ain't got to you ain't got to cover up. What's I'm problem? cold already. I know you up here covering up. You ain't out there playing. I'm cold already, so, so I'm under the blanket. So yeah, there is that. Um. All right. I guess that's it. I can't. I, if I had something to talk about, I can't remember what it is now. But I'll remember five minutes after we turn off the the recorder. Oh, I'm sure. All right. If you want to follow The Traveling Fars, you can find us on the YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever awesome podcasts are found <clears throat> for free at The Traveling Fars. If you like the Instagram or the Twitters, Traveling Fars. If you like the email, travelingfars at gmail.com. And the blog space, thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No ease in the blueberry. You can find us on Patreon backslash The Traveling Fars. You can find us on GoFundMe, The Traveling Fars. You can find our Spreadshirt links on thetravelingfars.com. I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, you can follow us on Etsy and shop on Etsy at Fars Fars Cards. Cards, One word. Fars Cards. The company is Fars Cards and Raggedy Tees. Also on, on the Facebooks. And the Instagram. And the Instagrams. And you can see, you know, the the A Train Photo Daily on the Instagram. A Train Photo. I've changed it. I'm not Daily Photo anymore. I don't do Daily Photo anymore.
Huh. Because. I love your daily photo. No, 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 no. I still do a daily photo. Oh. But I don't call it daily photo anymore. Got it. It's now a train photo daily. Gotcha. You had a new subscriber with comment on the YouTube I saw this morning on the email. Really? Yeah. Oh, yes. Our last whiskey shine, the one from yesterday, I made it public. Did you? Yes. Some of my employees um, are now doing the whiskey shines. They well, I wanted to. I mean, I don't. <clears throat> I don't want to make it just a, a, a YouTube thing, but I think people definitely need to see some of the whiskey shines somewhere if they want to become a patron. Yeah, so I agree. We want the patrons, but we want them to know that when they become a patron, they're going to get some whiskey shine. And we talk about whiskey and shine, and we drink some and sip it, and yep. give our give our first impressions of of a whiskey. Yep. I want to try to do um, somewhere in the middle of the week uh, another like revisit of something that we talked about on the whiskey shine. Yeah. Because like yesterday we did the th- I did the three uh-huh. things. It's like I. But you don't I can't drink give... during the week usually. Yeah, but I mean I could. I could. I, I mean, I'll, I'll do it for the people. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I'll, I'll, take one I'll the te- definitely take one for the team. <laughs> and and I, I, but we gotta definitely, you know. But it would have to be at like six o'clock in the evening because by seven we're both asleep. Exactly. <laughs> I my thing starting this month is I have trained someone to be a closer. So I don't have to work 12 hours a day. And now I have to relinquish control enough to allow this person to do it at least twice a week. Twice? I have to close at least twice. Okay, that's two and two. There's another day there. I know. I have to be able to relinquish control. It's me. It's all me at this point. What are you talking about? I don't understand the problem. You get in the car and you drive away. I don't drive, so... Why don't you drive? Because if you need the car and... Or why don't you just go in later? I can't. I have to open. You have to... Why do you have to open? Because I don't have an opener. I only have a closer. Why don't you get an opener then? Because I don't have a staff member that I can... Man, you better get a staff member. Um, trust with the opening. Because that would be the thing is have someone else open, have someone else close, and you're there in the middle. God, that's like a dream. No, that's a 9-to-5 work day. Well, I can't do 9-to-5. Why can't you? I have to close at least twice a week, and I have to open at least twice a week. I know, but you could also do 10-to-6 one day. Yeah. And you could do 6-to... I don't even know what that would be. 3? 6-to-3.30? Yeah. Another day. You know, that. now, granted, I don't think that's better because... You're all over the place with when you have to go to work. Right. But. But working 6.15 a.m. to 6 p.m. or 6.15 p.m. is is getting to me. Well, yeah. It wasn't supposed to last this long, but here we are. Shoot, having to drive out there to get you gets to me. I know. What you talking about? Because I'm like almost falling asleep at like 5 o'clock. I know. And then you've got Aaron to pick up and me to pick up. And one of us has to get picked up later than the other one because we both get out at the same exact time. Yep. I mean, one of you could walk. 
Sure, let me hop on the street real quick. Sure, just walk on back, man. Uh. It wouldn't take you that long. Say goodbye to the people. Bye, folks. Peace! I think I need to watercolor to, or I need to use this. I'm excited to use it. Did you give Keegan hers? Oh yeah.